liberty lockdown please scan your barcode your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold where did it come from and where did it go it requires a fight not tweeting from your phone don't need a king get him off the fucking throne if you're riding with the thought you've always got a home the virus is scared of will come and it'll go the government knows just don't get treated like a hoe Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Liberty Lockdown. I'm stumbling as we open. That's how professional I am. The long-awaited arrival of the legend, Sky Daddy. What's up, guys? I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> oh, I've been following you for a long time. I think you're the most base lefty I've ever come across. So, uh, Matt, <laughs> I, tip, tip of the cap uh, for doing that. Thank uh, you. Thank you. I don't think most of the leftists um, claim me, so <laughs> don't really know if that counts. Well, we're going to get into that in a second, but uh, if you guys want to follow her, you are at uh, Cuck the World on YouTube. Is that the uh, the search yes. everywhere? Okay. Cuck the World, and then at Sky Daddy on Twitter, underscore, and at Sky Zaddy is my podcast page and my Instagram page, which is kind of turning into a meme page. And and you are the uh, the Candace Owens of the left as well. <laughs> oh my gosh, they love saying that. They're like you're the Candace, you Candace Owens. <laughs> you do you do look a little bit alike. Let's be honest. I mean, there's a little, there's a little, a little bit, a little bit. Not no? even a little. I remember I did a little morphing uh, post. I don't know. I did some joke where I'm morphing into Candace Owens because they call me that all the time. And it, it perhaps is there. I have to look at it again, but I'll, I I don't see it. Oh man, that that morphing <laughs> video was like I was like, oh shit! I had never even seen it until I saw that. So you you started this whole rumor going. Anyways, so I wanted to ask you first off, um, has has the past year and a half made you reconsider any of of the rest of your political beliefs? Given that so many people that are your allies mm-hmm. have kind of abandoned their principles has it has it made you reflect on kind of like your click prior to this oh for sure I mean honestly I was in the military and I joined to not to be a patriot sorry guys but I do I was in urban poverty I was fucking homeless and shit so I ended up joining the military so I was always kind of around and even before the military I was around right wingers so I never really I've always been very too pro 2a that has been a big thing for me right um and I've always kind of been a troll when it comes to politics because I used to be very complacent. So though I did have some more, um, when my views are same, the way that I would um, do them is a lot different. But I, yes, I definitely would say that I don't have any liberal friends anymore or any friends on the left when I, when I did before, after I think um, COVID got rid of all of them. Trump was a big thing because I was like, he's not as bad as you guys say. Again, I hate all politicians, just putting that out there. Sure. But I was like, he's, he's, it's, just, it's all the same. And they were like, what? He's a fascist guy. <laughs> so a lot of friends, kind of liberal friends dropped off there and then left his friends when the COVID thing happened. Yeah. They were all gone. Yeah. That's, I mean, in fairness, even though I'm saying, you know, are you going to abandon any of your other leftist principles because the, your leftist allies have abandoned you? But the truth is, I can say the same thing about people in the libertarian wing. Like, so they're, you know, Cato and, and Reason and all these people that are coming out trying to justify, uh, you know, V mandates and passports and things like that. I'm like, well, I, I'm not reflecting on my principles. I'm just saying that they are unprincipled. So I assume you feel the same way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and again, I'm like super over labels now. Um, oh, I would yeah. say politically, the only labels I relate to are 
um, anti-authoritarian and, you know, anarchist, but honestly, even that, like, it's not that deep. I'm anti-new normal. That's what I am. That's my political belief can be anti-new normal. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, then in that, in that case, this, I mean, this is why, this is why you and I vibe because I'm like, that's the same way. I, you know, I, I can ally with people on a whole bunch of different things as long as you're against what the fuck is happening right now. Exactly. So give me, give me your Alex Jones take. What, what is happening right now? Oh my gosh. It's, <laughs> it's dark. They're, they're pushing for, you know, one world, one government. Um, you'll have nothing and you'll be happy. Um, also, it looks like depopulation for sure. I mean, that definitely seems to be a, a situation. I don't know how many boosters these people can take, but um, <laughs> it's definitely, I, I definitely think there's infighting between the powers that be. Um, but yeah, it's definitely full control. Like people, they're tired of playing. They're tired of of giving us some liberties. They want complete tyrannical feudalism transparently. Yep. Yeah. It does feel it does feel as if the uh, the totalitarians have taken the mask off and they're just like, this is what it is now. I think the thing that disturbs me most about it is is not even their intentions because I've always felt like this is the intentions of of you know big government globally like this is this is what they would prefer what's disturbed me has been the amount of popular support for it like i this is the thing i never suspected or expected especially on a global scale i was like well there will be tremendous pushback i mean like if they want to do this it'll probably happen when i'm old and gray i'll be 70 years old you know and watch my grandkids uh, in this fight and it turns out it's happening in my thirties. Like I, I really didn't see this coming. Were you, were you surprised at the, the speed with which this, this has occurred? And also, are you surprised with the, the popular support that it's received? Yes. Um, I think since 2018, I kind of figured out that, oh shit, they're going to eventually try and, you know, do what they're doing now. Right. I knew that 2020 was, you know, anyone in the free thinking community, the true for community knows that 2020 was a big thing. Yeah. Um, so I definitely didn't think they were going to implement it this quickly. I really did. I, I completely agree. I thought there was going to be more resistant. Um, and it's crazy because I didn't have that much faith in people before. So it's like, and I still thought there'd be some more resistance. They wouldn't be able to do this so easily. But no, they did that shit with ease. Um, it's, it's, I think it kind of, I get desensitized to how many people are doing it, but when it gets more obvious, it's hard to get your bearings because it keeps getting more obvious and obvious and obvious. And people are just going for it. Like in Australia, like what's happening there? If this is not what you want, you should think, hey, our government's probably going to do the same shit. But no, people are still like doubling down. But yep. yeah, no, I definitely thought there's going to be more of a resistant for sure. Especially on the right. I think I thought everyone on the right was going to be homogenous and standing against this really hard. Mm -hmm. I really did. And I thought some, there would be more anti-establishment leftists that saw through it as well, but uh, that didn't fucking happen. If you are in the market for a job, I have the connection for you. Not only is it a buddy of mine, but it's also a liberty-minded company, which you can feel comfortable in supporting and vice versa. Go to crash.co forward slash daily to sign up for the daily job hunt newsletter. It is a once daily newsletter for free that hits your inbox every morning, gives you just a little bit of information and inspiration on how to get the job of your dreams. It's really quality stuff and it costs you nothing. No harm in doing it. If you are in the position of being 
discontented with your work for any reason whatsoever, be it mandates, be it just that you, you haven't got a raise, even though uh, you know wages are skyrocketing, this is your opportunity to go get that job that you deserve. Don't wait. The eviction and foreclosure moratoriums are ending, as well as unemployment insurance. So time is of the essence. Go to crash.co forward slash daily to sign up for the free daily job hunt newsletter. <laughs> why, why do you think it is? Because uh, I didn't even know that you had been in the military. You do a good job of hiding that in your post. But uh, uh, having having been in the military, I'm sure you got to know, you know, tons of right wingers, um, you know, gun toting, good old boy types. Mm-hmm. Where are they at? Like, I, I don't I don't understand. Like, I, I'm, I'm really stunned that there hasn't been more of a meaningful pushback from the veteran community. Um, obviously, I talked to many of them on my show, but in terms of like an organized front to be like, hey, this ain't happening. I, I it's just not I don't I don't see it. Where's it at? Yeah, I have no fucking idea. Um, I think most people the, this is the worst part, the illusion of help. Um, they are putting their faith in the GOP. They're putting their faith in Trump. They're putting their faith in these people with power who are going to be fine in either way. And at the mention, not only are they complacent about this, they're complicit in it. Mm. And they think, oh, well, we're going to make a push when this part, this happens. And when this happens and they just, it, we're not even, and before it was easier to justify because they were so incremental with their taking of rights, but that's just not happening anymore. They're definitely coming full fucking hands and I still don't fucking see it. So I don't know. I have no idea. Do you, do you stay in contact with any of the, the right wing dudes from the military? Um, not fucking really. Um, <laughs> I wish I, I lost contact. I never was a social media person. Mm. Like I never was a social media person. So when I moved, I would always change my number as well. So I never kept touching with people. When I was a kid, I was a military brat. Um, so I moved around a lot. Then when I got back to the States, I ended up in a bad situation and I was a homeless adolescent. So I really didn't, you know, keep in, most of those people are overdose or dead or in horrible situations. So then I got to the military and I never kind of built a habit of keeping up with people. And I didn't get on social media until 2015 was the first time. So I never yeah. had a MySpace. I never did any of that shit. I made a Facebook and an Instagram in 2015. And I really didn't use any of this until like the last year or so. So. And now you got 30,000 followers on Twitter. How, how's that? transition I felt um i used to actually work in marketing um so that's oh, how i kind of knew so i was always behind the camera and doing like post-production like simple basic post-production and helping people with copywriting and marketing their shit um smaller businesses that were failing in la mm-hmm. um mostly a few um restaurants but mostly like barbershops and hair salons so i kind of knew how algorithms work mm-hmm. and then after that it's just social observation and um you know People are boring, to be honest, in a world where everyone's so afraid to say what they want to say. I think now people, especially authentic people, they're attracted to that. Um, Yeah, because I mean, if you've been watching all the fucking political correctness for all this fucking time and you can't say this, you can't say that. Like every all of us are yearning for people who will just shut the fuck up, not be so sensitive and kind of get over it and just say what the fuck it is. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, even better yet is if you don't shut the fuck up, those, those are the people <laughs> I follow the most now. Cause like, I just want anybody that's speaking out, you know, speaking out exactly. about what they see transpiring. And I, the, the crazy thing is because of, I mean, because of your platform, because of my platform, I'm sure you get to feel the same thing I do. I have so many people that, that reach out to me and go, Hey, I feel everything you're saying. I can't say any of it, but I just want to say thank you because you're, you're my voice essentially. And like, 
that's that's basically what I exist for now is to be the voice of the voiceless, which is very strange to me as a straight white guy. Like my voice has always had weight behind it. So I'm like, I'm like, wait, now I speak for other people. I thought I wasn't supposed to be talking, um, but I'm sure you feel the same way. It's like, as, as long as you have the courage to talk, to speak out right now, you're going to get a following because that's what people need. And, and it's, it's really a, a scary time to be vocal. Yeah, it definitely, it, I definitely feel the same way. I, I say it all the time. Like it's one of the, my main goals is to help people feel like they can speak their fucking mind. Even if I don't agree with them, because I mean, that's how you get corrected. That's how you learn. And also that's how you influence others. And let's say someone who's a really good person says something really ignorant instead of, it's so crazy to me that people will be like, oh, everything that person did, everything that person said, all the good qualities they show me nothing. Instead of saying, hmm, even really good people are going to say things that trigger me. Even people I see in such high light will have their moments of ignorance mm -hmm. because just because you did some shit or said some shit is not that big of a deal. Um, so for me, I just want to help people just not give a fuck, man. Just because my favorite people are people who cannot fit in labels. I don't, there's no label that if you fit directly into, like, I'll probably like you, but it's not like, those are my favorite people. My favorite people cannot find a label because they're the outliers. There are people yeah. who can, yeah, I align with this, but I'm open so I can take in other information. So here's my complex layered personality as I <laughs> hope that we all should. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, this is probably why you and I vibe with uh, Magnus Panvidia so much is like, yeah. he's like the apex of unlabelable. Like I, I, he probably aligns with me as much as he does with you. And yeah. that's, he's just a very interesting guy. Yeah. Um, but they I mean, per perfect example of what you were saying. What, what was that? They hate it. They hate, they can't put him in a box. They hate it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think he kind of thrives with that, which is cool. Um, yeah. But what you, what you were saying uh, about how, you know, sometimes people will say things that you disagree with and like, that's okay. Perfect example. Just last night I, I tweeted out, it's just like a passing thought. It's not, you know, People, people take tweets as if it's like the gospel. Like, They're firm. I know. Right? Yeah, I'm like, I say some shit. Like it's not that deep. <laughs> yeah. Like, like this is just a thought I had. But what, what I said was if the right wing is going to um, maintain control of any red states, they ought to make it as untenable for leftists to live in their state as the left has done to them. So like you had the right wing move out of any blue state, New York, California, and stuff like that, because the lockdowns to them were extremely egregious. Yeah. So I was saying thinking, you know, outside the box a little bit and totally against my principles, by the way. But I was just like, well, if I was a right winger, I'd probably be pushing for prayer in public in uh, public schools, mm -hmm. because because that's the type of thing that might get leftists to stop migrating to your state. And it's mm -hmm. like, this is just a tactical thought. You know, it's like I'm just thinking about like if I was a right winger that wanted to do to maintain uh, control of a local government, I would probably do something like that. And And people I'm still getting mad pushback like. Well, that's not fucking very libertarian of you. It's like, yeah, I know it's not. I like, I'm not even saying I support it. I'm just saying like, that's probably what they need to do. I, what, what's the, what's your most unpopular thought as of late? I know you get into wars oh all the time. Gosh, <laughs> You're like, you're like, I got, I got 10 for you. <laughs> I know. Right? I'm trying to like, which one? Uh, um, well, first of all, yeah, I definitely agree. Like people think like these tweets that you make in a second and some of them, I do take more time to think about, of course, but, the 90% of them, you know, it's just like, whatever. They think they're like declarative, moral, like rigid shit. Like, bro, I'm high as fuck. I saw a tweet. I had a thought. I tweeted it. Okay. I fucking <laughs> tweeted it. Um, it happens. It's just this life. 
Honestly, because unpopular thoughts really have to do with the algorithm you're into. Um, I had a lot of unpopular thoughts before I algorithm jumped more into more into the right, um, which I knew was going to happen. I like all these. I mean, I literally, I think for like a month, I probably gained five or six thousand followers and literally lost five or six thousand followers because they replaced Damn. they replaced themselves. They replaced each other. Like yeah. leftists and fucking liberals were fucking unfollowing me and shit, and commies were unfollowing me like fucking <laughs> like fucking <laughs> clockwork. And then I was getting more conservative libertarians and anarchists and uh, spiritual black people, which was fun. My niggas, what's up? Um, <laughs> so I started getting more of that of uh, people who you know doesn't don't want to take the fucking stabby. Um, so before in a fucking leftist and lefty world, could people say leftists and le- liberals are different, but y'all don't fucking act like it. But over in lefty fucking world, all my anything that had to do with, hey, let's not let the motherfucking government make us their little bitch. Let's not fucking masks don't work. Fucking getting the vaccine doesn't fucking work. Like everything's a fucking a harsh statement. Hey, there's a lot of labels. Um it's going to be normal for people not to understand pronouns and a thousand identities. Like maybe we shouldn't be so crazy about it and need validation. Fucking uh, controversial. Oh, Hey, there's a fucking adult pride and there's, we should have kid pride and adult pride because there's a whole bunch of kinky shit at adult pride, which I'm all for. I'm so pro kink. Do what you fucking want. Just not around kids. You're a fucking like that. And that was, that was, they got so, mad over that shit you, you're so you're such a trad wife with that take <laughs> i can't even believe you <laughs> <laughs> they fucking say everything so over there everything's a controversial opinion um now it's a controversial opinion oh we're talking about um i can tell he didn't like this so i said if and i am pro-choice i don't think that um the government should be getting in when it comes to body functions the government should have nothing to do with it but I do think that we're way too desensitized with it. I think that the media and or the lack of, you know, ability for people to speak against certain things have contributed to it. Um, And I don't want to shame people who had abortions. Again, it's easy for me to say when I had sex with way more women than I had with men to be like, oh, you should have every fucking kid, you know? And so naturally I've always, it's it's going to take a way, it's going to take a lot. The same dude I have sex with, if I fucking got pregnant by him, oh well, because that's how much it takes for a dude to fuck me. But with women, I fuck the most trashiest fucking women. <laughs> and if I could, I'm just being honest, I fuck the most trashiest bitches. So if I ended up getting one of them pregnant, like, are getting pregnant by one of them, if that was possible, I would have ordered all those motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> oh my <laughs> just, God. So, so it was easier for me to say this. Um, <laughs> I think this is the yeah. first time I've blushed because of something a guest said. Um, <laughs> you knew it had to be me. Yeah, um, for sure. I, uh, oh God, that's funny. I, I hadn't even considered that. Yeah. What's do lesbians have a different vibe for the abortion debate? I guess you would have to. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, though, I, I really, I just think it's messed up that if women can choose to raise a child or not at the point of conception, then men should be able to opt out too. Like if you can opt out your responsibility, men should be able to opt out as well. So he says, no, I don't want to raise this kid with you. 
he should not have any legal obligations to that child. Now, I think you're a piece of shit and that would be, never be a dude I would fuck with platonically or otherwise. Right. But I honestly, it's just, it's just objectivity in my yeah. opinion. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's just equal treatment under the law, kind of like, like if the, if the mother is the only one that has the choice when it comes to abortion, then I mean, the, how can you keep the, the guy contractually obligated to care for the child? Now, a grant, again, I grant you, I would think very poorly of the man for leaving the woman and his child. Like that's, it should be, but to me, these things should all be, uh, you know, socially enforced or societally enforced, like not exactly. governmentally enforced. And, yes. and that's why I I'm very unpopular in this debate because I, while I think I do personally believe that abortion is murder. However, I don't want the government involved because of miscarriages and things like that. That like, are you going to really have the government investigating every miscarriage? Cause there's tens of thousands per year in America alone. Like mm -hmm. I, that to me is asking for government overreach that any, you know, liberty minded person should at least lift an eyebrow and be like, I don't think this is a great precedent to have them investigating all this. And ultimately I'm an anarchist, so I would rather there not be a government at all. So it's like, exactly. I don't know. I would just like, can we handle this on our own? Can I mean, can exactly. we be adults here? Maybe, I don't know. Exactly, because it's a social problem anyway. It's, it's not an authoritarianism type problem. There doesn't need to be new laws. Like this is not what happened. It's a social issue. It's a cultural issue. And it's been done by design. Like it's, we've been, we've been intentionally propagandized to act the way we act. The same way back in the 1950s and same as well. Like people always go to old time and tradition. Like there were literally legal laws where it was you know, legal to beat your wife. It was literally impossible for a woman to be independent of a man. And I am so for people who want more traditionalism. I don't, I'm not down with shaming traditionalism or pushing modernism or destroying the platonic, the nuclear family or anything of that nature. I'm very against that, but I'm also against like, forcing heteronormative stuff, forcing tradition on people who it doesn't align with as well. Yep. So for me, it just goes down to it being a social issue. It's it's not the law. Like we need to find a way to, to create an environment where these things are less likely. If you love playing fantasy football, but struggle to find the right resource to help with your research, the guys at Football Insider Edge have you covered. The football season is days away. Sign up now. Whether you are a season-long player focused on DraftKings or FanDuel contests or just like to make the occasional wager each week on a couple of games, Football Insider Edge provides you with the research tools and in-depth analysis to take your game to the next level. With the proprietary model, matchup charts, and industry award-winning content, the team at Football Insider Edge have devoted themselves to educating their subscribers, helping them improve their play, and in a few special moments, winning life-changing money. They are proud of the community they've built through weekly interactions on their Slack channel and take great pride in helping others to achieve their goals of becoming better fantasy players. As supporters of this show and the Liberty Movement as a whole, they are currently offering a 20% discount on any monthly or full season plan on their website. Just go to footballinsideredge.com and use the code LIBERTY at checkout to take advantage of this discount offer today. Again, go to footballinsideredge.com and use the code LIBERTY at checkout. Yeah, so self-regulation. I mean, like that's... Yeah. That's what we do as a community, or at least that's what we used to do, but we're so far away from it. Now, every single problem that comes, you know, onto our plate, people are like, what's the government going to do? It's like, now we're doing it with respiratory viruses, like a thing that has existed for as long as human beings have been around. And now we turn to the government and we say, daddy, what do we do? And uh, sky daddy, what do we do? I mean, what would you do if, uh, I mean, I, I think I already know the answer. You probably would have just said, we'll let people let people 
work their way through it. I mean, to have no, have no lockdowns, no, no mandates, things of that nature. Is that, is that kind of your vantage point on it? Yeah. Well, for one, I would live in, if it was up to me, it would be a decentralized society. So we would be dealing with this all on a small scale. And I mean, we don't even know, it's hard to say what we would do because we don't even know the nature of this virus. We don't know if it was natural. I know that a lot of us don't think it was. Right. Um, and we live in a society where we're all unhealthy as fuck. Like, so of course, everyone's immune systems. Like I have um, autoimmune fucking problems because I had a mandatory uh, vax in the military, good old anthrax Ooh. jabby and ended up with um, lupus. That was fun. So I almost died in any way. So I went to holistic medicine and I was able to heal a great, great deal. So I've been working this whole pandemic, I think maybe three months, Florida shut down and I wasn't working. Um, but even then I was working, I just wasn't working the same job. So, and I haven't gotten sick once, like not once. And I, awesome. and I'm a massage therapist. I work on people. So I work on people who are always in the gym and car accident victim and people who are around people all the time. So I'm constantly touching people and I don't be wearing a fucking mask. So I'm just you're, saying, you're just built different. <laughs> I'm just built different. <laughs> so for me, if you're living a healthy life, you're not going to have this, this problem as well. But if it was this situation, a government that cared in our modern society would have first, if they wanted to pay people to stay home, they would have paid elderly people and they would have paid the people who were immunocompromised. What does it make sense that everyone needs to lock down and do the same shit when the only people who are in danger are the immunocompromised? And if you're scared, stay home. I understand. And the government, you pay taxes. I, again, in my life, it would be a community thing and we wouldn't pay taxes and the community would have a fund for these right. people in this right. situation. But we pay taxes. So the government should have paid those people to stay home. And we go about our day until they figure out a way or a treatment and so on and so on. That's what a government would do if they cared. Yep. And I'm a bitch with a GED. You know what I'm saying? If So if I can figure this out, hey, this is not really a productive, advantageous way to go about this. I'm pretty sure these people know as well. But then right. they can't make billions of dollars. In, well, billions. Wow. Fucking way more than that. All this fucking money. Right. All this wealth transfer. And take away more of our rights. So... Well, this see, this is uh, I got to tie this into the the economic question, because to me, it's like this is such this is as usual. This is the norm when it comes to wealth transfer and uh, economic disparity or inequality in this country from the ANCAP libertarian position. We mm -hmm. see it as largely a product of government. And mm -hmm. and we argue that that capitalism is not the, the driving force behind economic inequality as much as government um you know reallocation of resources and the fact that they have access to the fed window things like that do you mm -hmm. do you i know you lean more left when it comes to economics do you see it that way do you see it as as a product of government intervention or do you still see it uh, primarily as a capitalist issue i forgot i was like you know what talk about economic questions first because I get high and I'm like, you know what? Now I got to talk about economic <laughs> shit. Oh, my camera's fucking up. Hold on. Okay. One second. All right. And I'm back. Okay. So um, as for economic theories, I feel the same way about labels. Um, I think at this point, 
it's mostly a distraction. I am going to answer the questions though. But no, I think that at this point, it's a distraction. I think that using a whole bunch of old variables, whereas um, communism, but socialism, capitalism, using all these old variables rigidly on new situations that didn't exist back then, it just doesn't make sense to me anyway. And I just think it's a way to divide. Um, I never, I would probably say I live my life somewhat as a socialist, but I think socialism through the government is the stupidest shit I ever fucking heard. Um, communism through the government is the stupidest shit I ever heard. That's so fucking dumb. So many people on so many socialists and commies will be like, oh, you guys always think um, socialism and communism when the government does things. That's what you bitches push for. You push for laws and legislations to implement the fucking economic theories you support, which is socialism and communism, which is socialism and communism through the state, which is the worst shit the fuck ever. Like that's the stupidest shit ever. I have no idea what the fuck these people are thinking. I don't think how you, how anyone thinks that, hey, the government's a problem, but let make them the sole proprietor of the sole person who um, allocates our wealth. Like that's so fucking dumb. Um, Capitalism. I think you answered it. I mean, that's no, no go ahead though. Yeah. Capitalism, um, whatever this is right now, um, I know a lot of people call it crony capitalism. Um, my problem is so many people in the defense of capitalism will defend this shit. You yes. know, they'll defend the fucking um government, uh the the billionaires, same thing, paying fucking the working class like shit. And then like, oh well, inflation, inflation. If inflation was an independent variable for wages, we wouldn't have this fucking problem. They're obviously not going off the cost of living off of fucking wages. That's just fucking obvious. No. Um, and but if they did look higher, if they did raise the wage, they would just say they would just say it was inflation and then higher the cost of living. So it's kind of fucked. But with capitalism, period, here's my thing. Um, I definitely like the market. I definitely like buys, trades, goods. I definitely like the working class having the power. I definitely like decentralization. Um, but capitalism to me is what, this, this is the end stage capitalism. Um, a long time ago, fucking the, the bloodlines, they capitalized. And it was a free market. We did have a free market. What happened was some people capitalized so fucking well that they created all these structures because they're really imaginary. We we all just assimilate to them. Mm-hmm. If all of us didn't you know listen to the FDA, we didn't listen to the SCEC, we all didn't listen to the police. None of these structures would actually have any power over us. But because all the people who capitalized the bloodlines capitalized before, they create all these structures, and here we are. So for me, this we just lost. We just got capitalized upon. Like eventually, capitalism happens. The some people get together and they capitalize so much that people like us who aren't, you know, favored, you know, we're not um, beneficiaries of nepotism, you know, we never really get a chance. So to me, it's like, you well, know. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that the, the counter argument and I, I grant you, you know, what we exist under is not capitalism. However, capitalism did lead to this. So like you can place some blame there potentially. I still see it as a product of government intervention in free market capitalism. I mean, capitalism, all it is, is the exchange of goods voluntarily. I mean, that's really, yeah. that's really all capitalism is at its core, but it yeah. gets, it gets turned into, you know, um, fortune 500 companies that have patent protection and, yeah. and special, uh, special treatment under the law. And they're able to lobby for, uh, even further special treatment from the government. And it's like, <clears throat> this is why I believe that if you were to abolish the government, capitalism is the way to go. Now, 
can I prove that? No, because we've never existed without a government. So it's like, I would like, I would like to give it a go at some point, by the way, I wanted to mention mad respect for using your show as a, a dating platform. It's the same thing I've been doing. You've only had on Olivia Rondeau and Carrie Wedler. I see, I can see your taste already. I see exactly what you're doing with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> It, I love is, you guys. Love you, Olivia and Carrie. <laughs> is this going to be a trend for you? Or are you just going to keep having the, the best looking women in the, in the scene on? Man, I just had two. I wish I'd been doing more. I have my own business and I really need to start getting going, but I'm definitely going to have a lot more of a varied guest. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> a few not dime piece women. That's, that's good to hear. I'll, I'll be on there one of these days. Yeah. I, I hope um, it, that'll, okay, make, your, that'll okay. make your grandma so happy. Oh my God. You're funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so for people that don't know, uh, uh, Sky said that her her grandma wants her to marry a white man. So I was like, I just threw my hand up in the chat at some point. So <laughs> my grandma, my mom, and my grandma rather me date a white man than a black woman. They rather me had a black dude, but they were like, I was like, okay, if what if I'm gonna date a black woman or date a white man? They're like white man. They like we don't even care. <laughs> I was like, damn, you guys really. We want some grandkids. <laughs> Do they care about your happiness at all? I mean, because it seems as if you're you're strictly lady. Um, so I I hate labels so much that I really don't restrict myself. But to be honest, yeah. could you see yourself marrying a man though? Yeah, I just I don't see it. No, hell no. I mean, <laughs> no. Like I mean, like how? Fuck no. Also, I'm the type of guy that. I would even give a chance for one. I would always like leave this. I'm a loyal person. I don't want to like, be like, all right, I like this guy. He's cool. But when a girl come along, I'm going to leave you. Like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to choose a dude over a woman. That's crazy. You know? So even if I can like men, like it's just setting, it's not to set him up for failure. Um, and also the guy that I like I'm incompatible with is fuck. Like, like we're just but we like what you want to get strapped like we're both fucking dominant like what the fuck like what are we gonna do bro what are we gonna do like i'm not the only one who's gonna submit here so i just don't <laughs> like <laughs> i i think i think that answers that um well your your grandma is doomed to disappointment do you have any do you have any interest in in having ch children though um things are kind of crazy now so i mean if I would not have them. My my future wifey would have to have them. This body's not made for birthing, okay. but um, <laughs> uh, but um, I'm I'm open to it. But okay. life is kind of crazy now. It kind of seems how this storyline turns oh, out. Because man, I gotta say, I am. I feel like I'm. Well, God, I don't know. I don't want to say this too strongly, but I do feel a little bit blessed to not have kids in this moment because it it gives me a, an added level of flexibility. Um, like I'm able to, you know, I've been traveling across the country for the past couple months. I'm going to do it probably for the next six months. And if I had kids, that'd be very challenging, like to the yeah. point of almost being impossible. So I feel like this is great that I waited as long as I did. I allowed myself to get financially free. And now, mm -hmm. you know, once I decide where there is Liberty left on this planet, I can go and, you know, set up roots and, maybe find a wife one of these days and have some children. It's just like the biggest struggle I've had is 
you know, I've traveled all across the country. I can't get a feel for like anywhere that's genuinely free. I was, I was in Miami, people fucking mandating masks at businesses still. And it's like, Oh yeah. Me and my brother, they fucking were screaming at us and that shit. Like put on your mask. I'm like, the fuck. Um, it's brutal, man. And, and, you know, from a Californian's perspective all year long, all we've heard is like Florida is the land of the free. And then you get there and you see a bunch of people rocking masks and you're like, no, you yeah. ain't. <laughs> no, yeah. you're not. There's some places like Ormond Beach. Um, like I live in North Florida on the coast and it's not bad here. I never wear a mask. And even if they try to enforce it, they it's if I just don't if I feel like being nice because the person asking me is hot and what about shoot my shot and whatever. But um, and I try not to make employees um, life's too hard um, at this point. And we'll have to see where that goes, because, you know, you you want to resist. But also there's a way to go about it. You also want to respect that they're just doing their job. But it's like, exactly. but like if a cop's just doing his job and he's fucking someone up, I'm not going to respect that. So I got to exactly. draw a line somewhere. Exactly. But um, it's not that bad here at all um, where I'm at. But there's a place called Ormond Beach and it's a little bit away from me as well. And like no one wears a mask there. It's like a little I call it little coastal cracker towns. Um, <laughs> and it's just like Doesn't a little, bother me. Yeah, it's very like conservative. Um, it's Magnaville. It's really nice. I enjoy it. Like, again, I get along. I have very, I have bad experience with um, some Magna people for sure, but I had a way more great experience with most of white ringers, but I had some bad one too. Motherfuckers oh. do great. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. But, um, it was really cool. That no one wears a mask there. It was crazy. I, I was like, I realized how it's almost it's sad, like going to a place and no one's wearing a mask and it's super weird because you're just not used to it. But no one had on masks. It was it was a beautiful moment. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I, I remember the first time they lifted mask requirements in my gym yeah. and I went in there. It was like the first time I got to work out without a mask in you know San Diego, California um, for eight or nine months straight. And it was absolutely brutal doing it. But walking in there and seeing, you know, 60% of the people's faces for the first time in almost a year was just like it was so thrilling but I also had this this deep sense of sadness where I was like man I just I just missed out on like eight months of like interaction with human beings yeah. and it, it's just been devastating I mean I, I think that that's the the biggest um underappreciated aspect of the lockdowns and the mass mandates has just been the the societal decline that come that's paired with it and and the lack of social interaction and the mental health crisis that's that's we're now seeing the fruit of or the poison fruit of it's like do you do you think that i guess i guess the question is do you think that we will see for years decades the the product of these terrible decisions to have people kind of break their mental health Oh, for sure. Especially um, in children. That's the worst part. Child development. I don't think people really understand the gravity of the of the range of, of children who really development was stunted. And I have no idea what the result of that is, because, you know, it's not like they are going to tell us results of that, even though, trust me, I think like back the Spanish flu, they were wearing masks like 1918, I think. Mm -hmm. And um I'm sure that if we could trace that back to places where that was implemented the most and try to track the mental health of those people at different ages and the range of time that they wore the mask, I bet we would see correlations of, you know, what happened. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, all the real studies, they don't fucking tell us. No. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be really bad for the children. Um, with the everyday people, even adults, like 
there's more socially anxious. No one makes eye contact. Um, people definitely lost a lot of their social skills. Oh yeah. 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 Like it's, it's really added to the libertarian ranks because it turned a whole bunch more people autistic. Uh, sorry, that's a really inappropriate joke, but <laughs> It's true. I mean, people are like, people are struggling with communication and eye contact and things like that. Those are traits of autistic people. It's like, this is, it's just not, I mean, autism aside, this is, that was a joke, but seriously, it is not healthy. It is just flat out not healthy. And, and, you know, the fact that I had to work out with a mess, which, you know, it, it really hurt my capacity to keep myself in shape over the past year. And it's like, they did this in mass to an entire population. And then they didn't just stop there. They took it to a global level. Like I'm really concerned that this could lead to like world wars and stuff because people are so fucked up in the head and they're so still so many of them are trusting in the government implicitly, despite hard evidence that you've been lied to for an entire year. How, do, how does this play out? Like where, where do we end up? Where are we in five years? What do you think happens? Who fucking knows? <laughs> I, I, I really don't like, I used to, I mean, the doom gloom version I think that society splits and the unvaccinated has their own, you know, lines and communities and situations. And I, you- I hope you're prepared to have nothing but um, former Trump supporters as your best friends, because that's going to be really fucking weird for you. <laughs> All my friends are Trump supporters. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends are Trump supporters now. All my friends are right wingers like. Like I said, I talk shit about politics, but again, I've never been a divisive person. Like I just, I just don't give a fuck. Like it's just never been a thing for me. Um, has, I've it, never been... has it hurt you to to lose some of your friends on the left, though? Um, some of them, I, I mean, they're fucking sheep. It is what <laughs> it is. I'm just being for real. Like I love your attitude. If if you're fucking an authoritarian and you're like, it's one thing if you're falling for this and then you're like, but I don't believe you have to. And that's fine. But if you're just regurgitating fucking mainstream, like I, if I want to fucking hear people regurgitate mainstream fucking talking point, I'll just turn on CNN. I'll just turn on fucking Fox. I don't need a fucking friend for that. I don't need that shit. So, <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, I agree. If I lose, if I lose any friends over politics, then it's, it's nothing lost, honestly. Cause like, yeah, I'm a real hard liner. You know, I'm a fucking serious hard liner politically. Like I, I believe in liberty and I, that's like, that's almost my religion. Like, leave me the fuck alone. That's my religion. That's my mantra. But if you don't feel that way, I can still be friends with you. Just don't shove your shit down my throat. You know, don't, don't start, don't start talking about how, how Biden's going to save us. And, you know, and Trump was, was Satan and any, none of that. Like, I, I don't even want to hear it. Like you can feel that way. That's fine. We can be friends. Just shut the fuck up when you're around me about it. Is that all right? So that's my, that's my rule. Yeah, I mean, you can talk about it, shit. I talk to my friends. Like, I tell them, I call my magnet friends. I talk shit all the time. I'm like, you do liquor. You fucking <laughs> love the fucking cop. You fucking worship Trump. And that's why we, I have right-winger friends because they just, they don't trip. Like, they but so you, you can have that conversation with the right-winger. You can't really do that with the left-winger, exactly. in my experience. They're yeah. fucking sensitive as shit. They don't know how to disagree. Like, they just want to be validated. And I'm not good at that. Like, I'm going to say what I have to say. If it validates you, then good, great. Have fun with that. I'm really happy. Like, but if it doesn't and it invalidates you, well, shit. That's, that's work work on yourself then. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you have to, that's an inside job. You that's know, an inside job. just like 9 11. Quick with it. I got a little wit on me. All right. Well, uh, I got to get out of here, but thank you so much for coming on, Sky. Uh, oh, wow. You guys follow her on Twitter at. 
S-K-Y-E underscore daddy. She is one of my favorite followers, if not my favorite. You always fucking Thanks. bring the heat. So thank you so much for coming on. It was a blessed. Welcome. Bye, guys. We are nearing 300 five-star reviews on iTunes. Again, my eternal thanks to everybody who listens, shares, subscribes, comments. Every Everybody that does this uh, helps lift this show up, and it means the world to me because I get to live my dream. I get to go and travel the country, meeting liberty-minded people, trying to start to organize and do just crazy, fun, intense exhilarating things and it's it's because this show gives me a platform and an opportunity to to voice my beliefs and i know that um, i couldn't have done it without any of you so thank you so much again if you enjoy this show and you're on itunes please go to itunes and leave a five-star review if you leave a review with your social media handle i will read it on one of the upcoming shows and if you do it on spotify or anywhere else uh, that'd be great as well Thank you guys so much for the support. I will be traveling through Tennessee for the next week, but I have three episodes in the can that you will not want to miss. Enjoy. Big shout out to everybody that's been with me since Jump Street. Appreciate y'all. Welcome to Liberty Lockdown, please scan your barcode, your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold, where did it come from and where did it go, it requires a fight, not tweet from your phone, don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne, if you're riding with the thought, you've always got a home, the virus is scared of, will come and it'll go, the government knows, just don't get treated like a hoe, like Nico and Shane, you're probably wondering what's happening, scared Hollywood left these lyrical feminine, a typo with Luke might bring the nooses, we all bite the bullet, I'm the king of the gooses, freckles and Brit, didn't know I could spit, knew I was a patriot, but now I'm the shit. Peter Quinones, invite me on Which podcaster sends custom songs Part of the problem, now I stand with the people Dave showed the way, but I am unequal Lions of Liberty, now hear me roar Beat running up, but I got a bit more Robbie the Fire, always running his mouth But I made him a sandwich, now I'm man of the house No malice for Nick, but you're welcome to quit I went over BLM with the fire I spit Friends against government just call us fags Copy the Cairo, put mummies in the bag Liable opinions get thrown on the ground Silky's Mouton was the only sound Getting so hot must be air July Screaming in the mic and rip for 59 Miles to ratio that black guns matter Now all these lefties got crazy small bladders None of us wanted war but we're ready You know I be bopping and rock steady Liberty lockdown please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold Where did it come from and where did it go It requires a fight not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king get him off the fucking throne If you're riding with the thought you've always got a home The virus is scared of will come and it'll go The government knows this don't get treated like a hoe